Bye. EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $50 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman service in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $45 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020 or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. From EXO Auto Works, streaming all over the world. We're coming for you, globalists! It's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid. And Trevor Lane. It's Mad Tools. Tools. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And the rest of you. We've had an interesting week. Robots and whatever else. Is yeah, data there. mining robots. Thank you for your, your Russian spy bots. Um, all of you, all of you on Twitter, we have a uh, very sp- special news lead off with a Twitter. <laughs> ah, what a week! Uh, happy to be here at EXO Auto Works, where uh, my truck is in the shop, and they have to put a new engine in it because I rode that bitch hard <laughs> and put it away wet. <laughs> When he said, hey, you got to get a new engine, I was like, no, you can fix that. He goes, bro, I could, but it will be about $1,000 cheaper just to get a new engine. And I, I was ready to jump on his ass. And then I thought about it. I mean, this all happened in a microsecond. The car is 13 years old. Of course, there's rebuild engines out there like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's a Chevy, so the Silverado, the Tahoe, and the Avalanche all have the same engine. Right. So there's, yes. I was like, "All right, go for it. Get it done. Yeah. Order that bitch up." Yeah, it made it made total sense in this day and age, ladies and gentlemen. Where because I akin it to my own, you know, jobs work. I'm like, it's easy. It's just easier. Look, I can fix your garbage disposal, or just get a new one. It's the same price, or or a little cheaper, just to get a new one. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, well. Yeah, some kind of, sometimes, uh, as we called it in the army, pluck and chuck makes more sense. Pluck and chuck makes more sense. We, uh, we, <clears throat> we, uh, we, uh, it's been affectionately named, and I think I've told you this story before the PS2 story. Uh, Tristan, my brother, got a PS2 brand new, like, mm. rather box, and then it overheated, so he sent it in. And he got it worked on. He spent a bunch right. of money shipping it, a bunch of money, you know, getting it fixed, and then right. he got it home, and then it would, then, it, then the power thing would overheat and it would shut off, so they, did a bunch of fixing. I mean, he had like a swamp cooler in the bedroom, like blowing yeah. on it. Still would just overheat. So he sent it in again. And four or five times he sent in. I think on the sixth time, I said, here, I'll fix that for you. Because he's just, God damn it, brah! Took it out back at my old place. Remember that one with the little concrete slab? Yep. And just smashed it. He's like, what did you do? I'm like, now you have to deal with it. Yeah. Now you just go get a new one. Right. Like and actually solve your problem. And solve your problem instead of dumping money into this this thing. So that being said, 
I tried to just smash the avalanche and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at that point yet. It's not it's not feasible. Uh I think we talked about this earlier. I am not willing to have a you know a, a 5 year $700 car payment a month. Right. Yeah, versus fixing this guy which is going to bite me in the shorts until probably middle of next year. It's about a year. Like no. No. I'd rather do that. So it's still in that in that zone. Now, if it blows up while I'm still doing this, like, yeah, I'm going to wrap it around a tree and be like, oh, sorry, Mr. Insurance Agent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's going to happen. I don't know how it caught fire. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Gasoline. Well, it is a car. <laughs> C'est la vie. <laughs> Is it really suspicious that there's gasoline? If <laughs> it's a car, <laughs> just saying, shit happens. Uh, that's funny. That's like the uh, that old Larry the Cable guy. Sometimes you got to wreck the truck to make the truck payment. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, I think I think what's probably going to happen is if it's if it's still just giving me you know grief with a new engine, it's going to go for about what I'm going to owe on it in a couple months. Right. Yeah. Unload yeah. it and then and then go deal with. You know, getting a new Chevy Colorado. Yeah, with all the cameras. I keep hearing ads on my Spotify for how it has, like, 10 cameras, including one on the undercarriage, so you can see before you high center if you're, like, <laughs> <That's> four-wheeling. <crazy. laughs> <That's>, no. <laughs> and avoid it, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. That's neat. <laughs> um, the guys at PPRVD said don't get anything newer than a, than a, a 2018 because they get new trucks every couple of years and right. they, they love they're like we loved our 2018s and they got the 2022s they're like it's falling apart like all the accoutrement like yeah the badges and the the steering wheels cover uh, it's all falling apart yeah <laughs> i was like oh shit he's like look at this fucking thing and he, all the rubber ribbing around the door he's like it just fell apart fell off i've had this thing like three weeks i was like uh he's like it still runs good but like it's a work truck, but still, yeah, like, come right. on. We, yeah. we get in trouble if we fuck these things up. So, anyway, <clears throat> that's been the that's been the week in my story. <laughs> <laughs> we better get to the news. We have a long night ahead of us. That would, yeah, we got a, we got a few things. Yeah. Uh, the the free show will be relatively short, but uh, we got a locals thing after that. So yeah. <clears throat> we'll be here a minute. Yep. All right. As you'll see when we get into the news, it pays to be prepared. And a great way to be prepared is to have some emergency food on hand from Valley Food Storage. You can get that by uh, either using that little QR code right behind Eric, or uh, you can go to uh, prepare.mantoolsmedia.com and uh, get you some awesome, awesome food. Lasts for 25 years. It's good stuff. Um, so... <clears throat> Let me just you... preface this by saying. <laughs> let me just preface this by saying, if you if you uh, you made the news because 
some meme about a year ago made it into your <laughs> vernacular, and now this is your thing. This is your shtick, because it was just a joke. Because the dating pool apparently was just so dry that somebody said, "Well, then my next boyfriend needs to have uh, a, a car and his own job and a 500-word essay explaining to me why he should be able to date me." And that was like just this meme. So this woman took it to the extreme. And um, I swear to God, she looks like a Muppet. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, she says, I make men submit a 500-word essay to date me. Do not waste my time. And that's the, the theme of the essays that she apparently has. Whoever's writing these, right? Yeah. Uh, one woman is lo- ah, what a good pun. One woman is looking for the right man. Lauren Kempton from England requires her suitors to write a 500-word essay if they want to date her. Feeling fed up with online dating, Kempton revealed a dating strategy last year that resurfaced recently. Asking for an essay is definitely a good way of weeding out what you don't want, she said. That, which I guess is true. Well. Um, on the 36-year-old's Hinge account, she made it clear uh, that if they wanted to have a chance with her, they must submit an application explaining, quote, how you will not waste any time. Any time? How about that? <laughs> That's one of my hobbies. <laughs> Shows you who they are and that they have read your profile. Yeah, okay, I can understand putting in something that, like, if you didn't actually read the profile, I can I can go, okay, you didn't actually look. Delete. You know, you just saw the bikini picture and <laughs> swiped right. Sure. But the 500-word essay is a little – I'll put it this. This is going to sound harsh, and it is. It's a little much for a 36-year-old single mom to be demanding. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, she initially added the requirement to her profile as a joke, but many bachelors took it seriously. You know, women don't joke around. When they when they say shit like that, they're actually like, yeah, you better do that. Or, oh, I'm just kidding. No, no, you, you're supposed to do that. So they're kidding if you're 6'4", have a six-pack. That's right. A Lambo. Uh, a 12-inch dick. <laughs> All these things, you know. Um, they're they're not kidding when you're me or you. Yeah. <laughs> you're a regular jack-off. That's funny. It's twoo. It's twoo. Um, and, like, it, she's a pretty girl, but I'm sorry. I wouldn't write 500 words for that. No. 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 You know? Nope. Um. But I will say this. I do – I can sympathize with the wasting time. The uh, 500 words seems like a annoyance. waste of time. No, no, but I, like her, her don't waste my time, I can sympathize with that sentence. Sure. The flip is don't waste my time having me write 500 words. <laughs> Look, you, you – I don't know. Like, you know. You know in the first, like – well, okay, there's the thing. If you're out if you're out dating, you're out actually dating, you're trying to find something, you know, worth investing in and growing, then uh you're you're gonna know that first date. Like I've said this before, when I was dating and uh some of them some of these women are like, Oh, I'm his ex. I'm like, You that date didn't last through the appetizer. Like I went home. Like you were not an ex. <laughs> you were you're never been there. That was no. <laughs> you're never was. No, no, no. You have no don't be throwing that around. You need to 
say the right thing. Oh, we went on a date. And I'm like, yeah. And I got you an Uber home after the appetizers. I'm like, I'm good. You're sloppy drunk already. You got to right. go. Right, yeah, yeah. You got to go. And I and I did that with the bartender, like, watching me. I'm like, I'm leaving my wallet right here. I'll be right back in. Put her in the car, came back. I was like, all righty. He's like, dude, you're a good dude. Like, she was wasted face. I'm like, yeah, I could have taken her home. Like, uh, that's not a that's not a place I want to head to. Yeah. It's not a person you want to be with for a long term either. You know, wasted face on a first date. Probably not. Probably like not. Like showing up, yeah. ham sandwiched, yeah. and then you get through cocktail round, and you're like, holy shnikes. I understand if you're nervous, but I didn't make her write a 500-word essay. Now, here's the, here's a tip for all you guys out there who are lazy like me. Just end up getting ChatGPT and have Dude, it write you a 500-word essay. Nowadays, yes. Yes, you could. <laughs> Yeah, I was reading <laughs> Taylor makes it for this chicky poo. I didn't include it in the show because I didn't. It wasn't anything that struck me as as we need to talk about this. But since you brought it up, I guess there's a uh, that's becoming a thing is uh, high school and college age students uh-huh. when they have a paper, they just go to Chat GPT and say, "Give me 500 words on this." Yep, and, and then you go to Grammarly, get it, and check it out. Then you jump over to you know, reach uh, a little little. There's another website that will. Reword it again. Uh, so that it gets by like the plagiarism checkers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I guess a, a teacher professor type is in some trouble. The claim is that even though he came up with it, chat GPT wrote his entire class's papers, that that's not what happened. And I don't know how I, I would assume what he did. <laughs> there's probably a, Hey, chat GPT. Did you write this? <laughs> and it yes, goes, yes. Yes, I did. If it did that twenty times for a twenty-person class, I don't. I don't know how you refute that. That's not what happened, but yeah, I don't know. Well, that's uh. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. All, all I can say is I thank God every day that. Uh, not just that I'm married because of nonsense like this, but that I'm married to the person that I'm married to because Look, she's awesome. No, you wouldn't, yeah. But I, I am, would say that I goes am, without saying. But I am very glad that I don't have to put up with this nonsense anymore. <laughs> funny. I had an interesting conversation with a younger gentleman that was working in the studio with me this week. He just said something that, kind of changed his brain about it. He's like, yeah, man, you know, well, pussy's pussy, and you got to like, I was like, no, you don't. There ain't no pussy good enough to make you miss work for. Like, it's just, it doesn't doesn't happen, bud. He's like, it's like, no, if you don't find something, then I'd, you know, just be single for the rest of your life. Like, who cares? Yeah. I got shit to do. I got man shit to do. I got stuff to do. Like, I'm, uh, I'm more, well, more accurately listening to, um, In Defense of Women by H.L. Mencken. Okay. Um, Who clearly was, well, if it wasn't for the readily availability of uh, legal prostitutes back then, I think he would be roundly in what we would call an incel. So it's... (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, it is, he has an interesting take, though, and I I can kind of get, I'm like, okay, I can see this, especially coming from his time, which was like shortly post World War One, so like early twentieth century. Um, 
and he talks about how why women are better than men or, or smarter, I guess, uh, or I don't know, maybe nature has handed them a better deck of cards because their goal or their reality is once they convince a man to marry them, they can retire. <laughs> Pretty much. A man, whether he's married or single, has to keep working. <laughs> brings, me to another, <laughs> brings me to another interesting point that young men don't. And I see it on, on the ticky talkies uh, all the time. They're like, well, I did the dishes and I did the thing and I did this. And I'm like, that's not part of the relationship, but that shit you would do on your own. If you yeah, were, if you were alone, by yourself, yeah. You'd still yeah. be doing that. Though you can't use that as collateral of yeah, yeah. the relationship. The, the, it doesn't work. Yeah, no. That's the, the, the bare only, minimum. The only time, just... I would say the only time stuff like that can even come into play is if only one person is bringing in money. Because then you, there, then then you, there is an element of, so what are you, you bringing traded, to the household? You right, you I mean? have <laughs> traded household labor for, because if you're both working, you're both doing it, you're going to hire a maid. Yeah, if you can afford it. I'm sure. just saying, like yeah, yeah. that's right. Lazy fair, or you just team up and do all the work. Right, you yeah. team up and do it all. But um, no, just like the little stuff. That's yeah, that's stuff you would be doing on your own anyway. Going to work? Do you have a job? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like you would be doing that anyway. So you can't throw that in anybody's face. So. I don't know. I think we just wrote our 500-word essay for Miss Kempton. Uh, go ahead and file that under... <laughs> nah. Nah. All right. Um, it, uh, this, may, oh, this, this episode may be seen as uh, let's shit on women. Well, I guess all our episodes could be seen like that. Or have been seen like that <laughs> in some circles. But uh, what happens when you make a big deal out of demographics and not um, talent and meritocracy? Well, well, recently in Canada, in Banff, uh, which I guess is a, a Canadian national park, national forest, something like that, uh, there was a conference of female firefighters with a planned burn because as you would with a conference of firefighters, <clears throat> the problem is the burn got out of control and some men had to come put it out. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't, <clears throat> you can't, you just can't. Um, a prescribed burn highlighted the agenda of a women's firefighting conference held to promote diversity and inclusion in a male dominated field. Uh, didn't go well. Accidentally sending, setting Banff National Park ablaze was not part of the plan. I would hope not. Prescribed burn was carried out in Compound Meadows adjacent, adjacent to the Banff town site by Parks Canada and uh, participants in Canada's first ever Women in Fire Training Exchange, which they named WT Rex. Uh, <clears throat> It raged out of control Wednesday, forcing the temporary evacuation of horses from the Banff Light Horse Association <clears throat> and hundreds of area residents and tourists in the Rocky Mountain Resort. Traffic backed up down the highway. <laughs> A cemetery was threatened. Trees were scorched. 
Interchanges were closed. Uh, billows <laughs> of smoke could be seen for miles around. Uh, let's see. Three tracks. Heirloom, heirloom saddle and saddles and chaps belonging to a family were destroyed. <laughs> Cavalry was called in to help the blaze. Five helicopters raining down buckets of water. Um, from th- one, two, three, four different uh, fire departments, regional, looks like. Yep. Well, uh, RCMP is federal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be federal. That's their, that's their Mounties, which I didn't know they had a firefighting thing, but okay. <laughs> so what happened to that chick that started the Heyman fire on? The the park ranger, uh, she went to jail. She did, yeah. I think she might be out now, but yeah, yeah she, she went, did. She she did five, <clears throat> five years for burning down, you know, forty million dollars worth of shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when you expect an equality of outcome, this is what the outcome is. And look, here's here's my thing, because um, I. I think I talk more about this in terms of the police. I'm fine with female detectives. I don't think they have any business being in situations where you need to bust some heads. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the the let's dust for prints and stuff. Fine, go ahead, do that all day. Yep. Uh, you know, but <clears throat> and with firefighting, if they they're doing like fire investigations, cool. But. I don't want anyone showing up at my house if it's on fire who can't lift me up and drag me out. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. And that includes men. If you're if you're a dude, they can't sling me over your shoulder and get me out of my house when I'm unconscious because I got everybody else out first. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I would do. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what happens when you shoot for quality of outcome. It doesn't work. All right, spinning on. And and uh, diversity, just for diversity's sake. For diversity's sake. Hey, if if the best people for the job turn out to be all women, great. I'm not getting the job. If uh, that's not what's happening, they're going. No. We got to make the things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is uh, some sweet. Uh, what's the opposite of what, what? What is it when irony turns into kind of justice? Um, <laughs> is there a word for that? Well, let's see. This, I guess, this would be uh, an instance of irony. We are. It's uh, definitely ironic. I'm just yeah. like you know when when the irony uh, resolves itself to uh, exactly how the world works. <laughs> what I'm curious about. Let me zoom this in because it's kind of. For some reason, the uh, printed version comes in. Reality? Reality, I guess, yeah. Um, an anti-capitalist cafe in Canada, uh, Canada is shutting down due to a lack of capital. <laughs> <laughs> the anarchist, aptly named, uh, will close on May 30th, according to a statement uh, <clears throat> appended with the slogans abolish work, people over profit, and land back. All right, okay. Um, 
Sadly, yeah, I'm not that sad. Uh, barely a year after opening, an anti-capitalist Toronto coffee shop is closing its doors due to lack of capital. The anarchist provider of sweet and savory pastries, trendy coffees, was founded last April as a subversive alternative to what it called the usual model of workers producing wealth for their parasitic employers. <laughs> Instead, it will close permanently on May 30th, according to a statement uh, appended with the slogans abolished, like we said. Um, the cafe was never able to employ more than one person, <laughs> so the proprietor, Gabriel Sims Fewer, will be its only layoff. The anarchist featured a pay-what-you-can option, uh, but the cafe is very lengthy, frequently asked questions, which probably were never asked. Uh, Page explained that the system lost them money for which the rich were to blame. Oh, yes, of sure. course. <laughs> One of the issues with a lot of my pay-what-you-can oriented ideas is that the more money people have, the less they're willing to p- what to pay. I get people in designer suits paying a dollar for coffee, and unhoused people trying to give me 10 bucks. I think you made that up. <laughs> you're, you're a goddamn liar. If you've got if you've got homeless hanging around your coffee shop, nobody in designer suits is coming in there. That is correct. Um, the cafe announced its demise with a lengthy uh, screed denouncing... See, this is the thing that's wrong with... Because uh, um, they're not even anarchists. Because anarchism... Really, anarchism requires capitalism. Uh-huh. If you don't have the state, you have to be exchanging things, and no one wants to get ripped off. (laughs) So it has to be free, voluntary exchanges. Um, If you're truly an anarchist, wouldn't you just take the guy's suit? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Dude, but this is the uh, entitled, and the anti-work thing. I just don't get that at all. Um. I don't know if you've ever perused that subreddit. I've never it's really been on horrifying. Reddit. It's horrifying. I just see I see other subreddits making fun of them pretty sure. much, uh, including one that was uh, <laughs> so they're anti-work, right? But they're upset that um, copywriters now uh, or a lot of companies, advertising departments, instead of keeping copywriters on, are using ChatGPT and firing all the copywriters because they can just go. Write me an ad for this product with yep. this theme. And it goes, bleep, blop, bloop, blop. Hey, bleep, here's bleep. the thing. Yep. <laughs> Make me a beer commercial. Hey. Gar, gar, gar. <laughs> this is a little bizarre, but it'll get you, it'll get you 90% there. <laughs> well, that thing written as a script, though, would just be like, people having fun drinking beers. All yeah. right, that's what you want in a beer ad. That's sure. what you want in a beer ad. And then you, yeah, I don't know. The... But you're mad that people are losing their jobs. When you don't think people should have to work. <laughs> what do they call that? An involuntary donation? And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Chaz Chop. Yes. Yeah. Um, some good news, man. I don't quite know what the impact of this is directly. I think this may just mean it needs to go up to a higher court. But a federal judge has struck down a law requiring people to be 21 to buy handguns. Um, a federal judge in Virginia ruled on Wednesday that uh, federal laws that require individuals to be at least 21 years old to purchase handguns from FFLs, federally fired, federal licensed yeah. firearm dealers, um, <clears throat> are unconstitutional. 
Uh, the quote from the ruling is, because the statutes and regulations in question are not consistent with our nation's history and tradition, they therefore cannot stand. This, I'm sure, is based on the, was it Bruin decision that came out uh, last year or two years ago that struck down all of the, um, all of the might issue, <laughs> concealed carry stuff. Right. And said, no, you, it's, it's a right. You have to go, you have to actually find a reason not to allow exercising the right as opposed to, well, prove that you need to. <laughs> yeah, that's the big difference. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, because I think it used that kind of language. The nation's history and tradition, they therefore cannot stand. U.S. District Judge Robert E. Payne, who was nominated to the bench, and I don't really care who nominated him, by George H.W. Bush, um, Payne's lawsuit came in, a, or Payne's ruling came in a lawsuit filed by John Corey Fraser against the ATF. Fraser was rejected when he attempted to purchase a handgun last May when he was twenty. That's a that's a good way to start that. So he came in at twenty, knowing that they would come back and say you can't do that, and then he went, "I have a right to a gun," <laughs> or more accurately, "I have a right to arms." As I've pointed out, that includes everything from pointy sticks to laser blasters. That's right. <laughs> I have the right. <clears throat> so, awesome. Uh, like I said, I'm not sure, and I, this doesn't, I don't really want to read all of this. Um, I'm not sure if at a district court level that means that anyone... From the only, the, the, over well, the age of 18 now can just walk into a gun store and buy a handgun. In, I, I imagine Virginia, there's still more well, shit that needs to happen. If it went to a district court. Um, Maybe the states that they fall would in have, that district. They, no, they would have to overturn it, right, at that moment because it's done. Now, you have to show, to get an appeal to go to appellate court, you have to show something that, uh, a rule of law. In other words, something was mishandled, something right, okay. was messed up, and now you have to appeal it, and it has to be retried higher up. It's not if you... So in the, in the meantime, anyone over the age of 18 can buy a handgun. It's done. Cool. So while they go, while they try to look for rule of law, or point of law, excuse me, it's called point of law, um, to get it up to an appellate court, appellate courts <clears> don't <throat> hear everything. Appellate courts will not hear it if you just say, well, that was unfair, and I want a different answer. It's not going to mm. a doctor and getting a different opinion. It's right. literally here's, the here's judge the reason that the up, judge the jury was tainted. Yeah. The and it's and not grounds for a mistrial. Like you know, it, now it's a it's an appellate situation. There's evidence to the contrary. It's not yeah. a criminal mistrials are in criminal court cases. This is a civil suit. So um you have to show where something went wonky in the process of that hearing and that suit. Uh, if there was collusion, if there was, you know, if the if the lawyer set the kid over to go do it, that that would technically bring a fraudulent or bringing a lawsuit fraudulently, collusion can't have any of that shit. So it probably will just get hemmed, you know, thrown or done, ruled on and done because going up to the appellate court is a huge task. I mean, yeah. the, the ATF has deep pockets, but they're like, well, fuck it. So hopefully they we'll see. Say, yeah, we'll see. Um, all they will do, all they will do, in the the way that the way that we've all seen this work is, in about four years' time, they'll figure out a way to make it twenty one again or twenty five. 
or whatever. They'll bring it back around, and somebody will have to fight it again. Or the ATF will suddenly call uh, handguns machine guns somehow. <laughs> hey, you know, you kill an animal with a two two three. there's nothing left. That's right. Jesus. It's gone. Gone. Obliterated. <clears throat> Never mind that it's the most popular hunting, which is crazy because you can't hunt deer in most states with it. No. <clears throat> um, I would want to. Speaking of legal stuff... A law that cancels cancel culture. It's an why interesting get, idea. Why are we getting the government involved in, in our more laws again? Well, <clears throat> yes. You're right. Cancel culture. The online trend of, uh, of course, this is from CNN, so it's not quite just calling out people. <laughs> yeah. Celebrities and brands and organizations, rightly or wrongly, for perceived. No, no, no. That's not the cancel culture. The the Cancel culture is when you bring it to the point where, like, a social media platform kicks them off for just having an opinion that people don't right, like. Right, but the slippage now is, <clears throat> now the slippage is, it's the, it's just, how do I put this? It's 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 diverged from its main uh, mission was to get, you know, racist assholes and pedophiles out of, you know, off of a platform, we're going to cancel you because you said some really stupid shit. Or right, but it's stretched to now. Um, it's, oh, you you said something favorable about something I disagree with, typically. Yeah, no, I you said something favorable about something I disagree with. So now, so it has completely. So now it it, it jumps immediately to so you're racist, <laughs> transphobic, whatever. Yep. Also, but the flip to that to me is okay. So what? So don't listen to the racist. <laughs> don't look at the racist tweets. Henry Rollins said it best. Or, you know, whatever. Henry Rollins said it best. He said, I would love for the mem- you know members of the KKK to get up there and and talk. They know your enemy. And then if you let them spout their bullshit. People see there's gonna bullshit. You're going to see yeah. bullshit. And you're going to be like, oh. You're fighting ideas with um, you can't hear them. Is the worst. Is really bad. Stick them up there and be like, "All right, we're here for the rights of the white man. I'm the Grand well, Dragon." You're like, "Wow." Because you here's call the here's the dragon. unintended consequence. Well, why don't they want me to hear why that? Why don't they want me to hear that? I better go check that out. That's probably something. Yeah. Uh-huh. That an independent-minded fellow like me wants to. If the government right. wants to stop me from hearing it, do you remember being six years old? Your mom be? says, "Don't open this cupboard." Yeah. Or or. Well, uh, it got ingrained in you that there were yeah. cookies in there and you wanted to have some cookies. <laughs> so here you are. Why aren't they letting me see what's behind door number two? Well, um, Singapore is the country that we're talking about. Um, but I guess they're looking at drafting some kind of legislation to deal with cancel culture. Um, I don't know, man. Like you said, I don't like... I I have mixed feelings about this because I don't like the government getting involved in something like this. But the flip is as a free speech absolutist, I think social media platforms have become the new public square. So if they can stop you from standing in the public square and shouting, whatever it is that you want to shout, I'm kind of like, well, that's still censorship. Yep. (laughs) And just because it's not the government doing it, doesn't make it suddenly fine to me. So, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what the, I don't have like a clear, this is how it should be answer. No. Um, but like 
The problem is, of course, when you get government involved, then it becomes, well, this is cancel culture. This other thing where people are being canceled is not because the government likes, likes <laughs> these people this being people's... silenced. You yeah, know? exactly. <clears throat> it inevitably goes there. <laughs> um, like, is it Wyoming? Wyoming passed a law banning TikTok. Did you hear about that? No, it was uh, Utah was. No, no, no. You're talking about Pornhub. Pornhub. No. The, 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 I'm going to Google it right now because I didn't fine. get it into the show prep. But it's I'm pretty sure Wyoming passed a no more TikTok. And TikTok is like, how do you enforce that? Like Google App Store is not going to go, oh, I see you're in Wyoming. No TikTok for you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. It is Wyoming TikTok ban. Montana is not Wyoming, but okay. Okay, I guess it's Montana. Montana becomes the first state to approve a full ban of TikTok. Interesting. Here, let me share this tab instead. Um, now, like, recently there was a federal law that, well, was purported to do that and then never mentioned TikTok. <laughs> yeah. First off. But secondly, it, my thing is, like, if, if we have a right to speak our minds, um, I know that it's not spelled out in black and white, but I think that implies that we have a right to hear whatever we want to hear that's or the, read what we want to read. That's, that's the converse. Right? Yeah. If I can say whatever I want, can I not? I can or pick, write whatever I want, can I, I not? I can pick and choose whatever hear, I want to read and, and hear. And if that's TikTok... <laughs> I don't know what their grounds is, what the grounds it's, are. From this, what I understand, it's, it's the Chinese spyware stuff, yeah. which, okay, yeah, I, cool. Pass a law that says the Chinese can't spy on us instead. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then if this software includes that, okay, it's banned by, under those grounds, not just fuck TikTok. Right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> You're spying on us. That's a... Uh, so... Yeah. Um, I think this ha- this happened yesterday. Uh, sorry, it says the GOP-controlled House of Representatives sent the bill on Friday to the governor, and I, from what I understand, he signed it yesterday. This, this article is dated like the 14th. So it makes it illegal to download, t- download TikTok in the state, <clears throat> which is silly because it's, it's a website as well. Oh, <laughs> so can you, can you not browse to the website? Um, with penalties of up to... $10,000 a day for any entity such as Apple or Google's App Store or TikTok itself that makes the app available. So they're not going after <clears throat> individual users, they're going after the company. Yes. Well, that's the only way you're going to get money. Well, so far, I think TikTok, Apple, and Google have been like, cool, we're not doing this. <laughs> Good luck trying to enforce that on entities that have no, uh, whatever you call it, physical presence. Like, there's not a headquarters in Montana for any of those companies. So what uh-huh. are you going to do if they disobey you? <laughs> Rules with no teeth. It's a. That's the other thing governments are doing right now. They're getting real shady about saying, "We're going to mandate this, and we're we're going to turn this into a law." I'm like, you have no way to enforce any of this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have absolutely no teeth anymore. 
you're upset because you read something and you 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 gleaned it from some headline and well here's the thing like because uh, it always gets twisted in oh what you so you want the Chinese to get our data and it's like no <laughs> no I want people to <laughs> fucking have some personal responsibility with their lives but yeah it's it's I mean you you I anytime I get in an argument. Which I mean, arguing on the internet is like um, winning the Special Olympics. You're still retarded, so <laughs> take that with those grains of salt. But anytime I get into an argument about a lot of this stuff, especially guns, so you want kids to die? Like, no, nope. I never said I want kids. To, you know, that's that's a uh, I don't know which fallacy that is, but it's a huge one. And fuck you for going there. Yep. No. What I want is to not have my rights infringed because some crazy asshole shot up a school <laughs> or burned it down. Should I not have access to matches. to matches because someone burned down a school with kids in it? Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's the end of the news. Hooray. <laughs> We'll get into some cool stuff. It's going to be a short show. And this is all we have is cool stuff and then a history after this. So, in fact, let's, uh, we'll go ahead and pay our bills now. Let's do that. The other two segments will be pretty short. So, marvelous. Well, on my way over here, my brakes made an awful noise. And the last time I got them done, it was so expensive. You should go to EXO Auto Works. They did a great job on mine, and it was way cheaper than anywhere else I've been. That sounds great. I need to get their number from you. At EXO Auto Works, we offer the best price on brake service in town. We include brand new brake pads, rotors, and hardware, which saves you money and gets you on the road faster. See our website for a full list of our services. Call EXO Auto Works today. Why leave anything on your front lawn, under your porch, on the side of the highway, where you can store all that stuff my way? Down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Storage. Now, I know y'all got stuff at your house that you don't need no more, you don't want. You know you ain't going to use that printer. Why keep it all around your house? Bring it down here to my house. You ain't the deuce of hazard. You know he's going to use that ugly yellow luggage. You don't need all this crap. What you going to do with this? This is not what it, in my yard. I don't care. I'll store this motorcycle in that van for you for $10.99 a month. You got old tires. They charge you $3 for that old tire. You can rent a truck. You can store a car. They don't care. Bring it on down here. You ain't got to put that old tire for $3 for less than that. Hell, for you, for $3, they're going to charge you. I do it down here for a buck fifty down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Storage Facility. Now, friends, you may ask yourself, how in the hell can he store this stuff for such a cheap price? This in a box, market for you. Put it away, seal it. The fact of the matter is, I'm pretty drunk right now, and store it. And this is a drunk discount sale down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Facility. You got an elephant, I got space. Send me smoke signals. You got weed, and I'll store anything you want. Go ahead and give me a call or find me on them internets at www.jonesbigasstruckrentalandstorage.com. That's J-O-N-E-S, big ass truck rentals and storage.com. This is a bus. Do you know how big a bus is?
cool stuff. It's time for cool stuff. Uh, you know what's really cool? Kratom. Whether you want to get fucked up and fall asleep or just kill some pain, <laughs> you can do it. You can do and it. And it does not have the crazy addictive side effects of opiates and other crazy uh, nasty substances. So check out some Kratom. Go to kratom.mantoolsmedia.com to get some from Top Extracts, or you can just get that QR code right over there. Click on my butt. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, uh, first up in cool stuff, aren't belts a pain in the ass? They're just the worst. Well, maybe you don't need one. One loop, two loop, put it over, with a little pull. Nice. Nobody would even know that they're on. They're actually fantastic. And for my 70-mile commute, the other thing, too, is I don't get uncomfortable sitting in a car. I think you should try them out. They're at beltbro.com. Yeah, those look kind of cool. The only thing I will say is uh, I don't know how you would pack if you're open carrying. Beltbro.com needs to figure <laughs> out how to make one that's, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could. I don't know. I'd hate to have. I'd hate to have your pistol just go, bling clang 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 clang, because <laughs> you, you strapped a holster to that thing. Clunk. <laughs> ah, fuck. Well. <laughs> well. But other than that, that is pretty neat. I like that. Um. And then uh, this could have been an, in sports. This could have been a sport. Um. But <laughs> this is this is definitely sports. This is this is rad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Round two. Nice. <laughs> Board mowing the lawn. He's getting, he's getting better with each pass. Right? <laughs> Gave Mario Kart a whole new fucking meaning. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> uh, and uh, finally. Oh, uh, my God. Have you ever wondered about in, gravity? In science news. Yeah. We actually don't need it. What do you mean that we don't need gravity? What if it was never invented? Invented by who? Sir Isaac Newton. You got that part right. Isaac Newton created gravity. Invented gravity. Whoever created gravity, someone did, but we don't actually need it. There was, like, a, time on, all... there was a time on Earth before gravity existed. Yes. Who who created gravity, babe? Dan. It was Isaac well, Newton. You... You're right. He's like, yep. God damn it. <laughs> the the sheer confidence, though. Of, we don't need gravity. We don't we're need it. it. We, we don't really. We need don't it. need it. We don't need it. Why can't I just hold this up and let go of it and have it float there? <laughs> Honey, you spelled taxes wrong. We don't need taxes. <laughs> yeah, you spelled yeah. taxes wrong. Whoever That's invented all. taxes, fuck him. Fuck him. Right <laughs> in the goat ass. No, no, she spelled taxes wrong. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I weep for the Gravity. future. 
Gravity. Don't need it. Don't want it. Don't want nothing about it. Fuck gravity. <laughs> well, uh, let's... Uh, uh, Maybe she was talking about the movie with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I agree. We don't we, need we that. We did not need that at all. No one no. needed that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we did not... <laughs> uh, let's get the, uh, the week in his story. Claudus Caesar comes to his end in the gutter. Fitting climax. It's worse than the flesh. Get it started. Get it started. It's right and it's The week in history is brought to you by the historically best investment you can make. I'm talking about gold. It's been around since before gravity. I believe it has, yes. It used to just be floating around everywhere. You could just <laughs> snatch it out of the... <laughs> Luckily, now it's a lot harder to get, which makes it worth more money, um, more valuable. But uh, you should uh, you should definitely invest in gold, and uh, one of the best ways to do that is through Noble Gold Investments. Check them out right now at gold.mantoolsmedia.com and uh, <clears throat> get a... They offer a free gold and silver-backed IRA kit. You can learn all about uh, turning some of your retirement savings into gold and silver, and it's uh, it's great. I rolled over some shitty 401K into that, and I have not regretted it at all. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. Gold.mantoolsmedia.com. <laughs> um, this, uh, this first thing for the week in his story comes uh, after the invention of gravity. Uh, May 18th, 1980. After rumbling for two months, Mount St. Helens in Washington erupts three times in 24 hours. Oh, I remember that ash. I remember the Bananas. ash. We were, in, we were in Colorado, and I remember just the skies and the ash. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That was so nuts. Yep. Uh, let's see, May 19th, 1780, uh, near total darkness descends on New England at noon, and no explanation is ever found. (laughs) It just went dark, 12 noon, poof. Poof. Aliens. Maybe. Aliens. Or maybe the world ended then. That was the reboot? Matrixes. That was the reboot? People. Um, <clears throat> May 20th, 1874, <clears throat> Levi Strauss begins marketing blue jeans with copper rivets, which of course, you know, brings us to the style that is known today as the, uh, as the blue jean. <clears throat> they were cute. Look at the dog. Yeah. Poor guy. Probably a pedophile. Dog has good instincts. He's good trying instincts. to protect those kids. Probably right. <laughs> good dog. He's like, I'm just going to rape some kids over here. And the dog's like, nope. Nope. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. You're... Get him, Rover. Dumb All right, hat. next up, coming up. Dumb hat. <laughs> Charles Lindbergh. <laughs> May, May 21st, 1927, Charles Lindbergh lands in Paris, completing the first solo air crossing of the Atlantic. 
and obviously greeted as like a fucking hero and balls of steel and all that. Because, yep. Did you imagine being the first person to go? I'll just fly over the ocean. No. All the way. No, I, I. There's not enough fuel to carry those balls of steel. No. <laughs> so the <clears throat> NX, what is it? NX 101 was the first Enterprise. NX one. I thought it was one. And you're talking about uh, the show Archers. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure Archers, it's NX one. NX one. That was O one. It, no, I think it O-1. Zero no, I'm messing up. O one was the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. And then and then <clears throat> some good old boys. It is. <laughs> Running some hooch. Ain't doing no harm. <laughs> On a five year mission to discover new sensations. <laughs> 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 Boldly going <laughs> The only way they know how That would have been a better theme song Than the uh, Enterprise theme song Oh that's what ruined it It wasn't Scott Bakula Bakula did just fine I never understood Why Jeremy... did they Why didn't they just have him do the Space The final front And you know what Do the thing With the th- with some kind of yep. Orchestral theme song Yep Instead of the stupid Yep You know Oh my heart, or whatever the fuck it. Yeah, that was. I don't even remember. Oh, and then they double timed it and did a hoedown with it on the yeah, second half like, of the what fucking. What are you guys doing? You guys fucked that up. <clears throat> Think... The hottest Vulcan of all time. Thank God for uh, the streaming services that now allow you to skip, allow you to skip, skip the intro. intro? Oh, that's the only reason I watched that show all the yep. way through. Uh, I like Trip. I like the engineer. That was cool. I love the whole Vulcan thing. Like Vulcans were new, we're still dealing with these assholes. Like that whole drama was cool. And then the first couple, us and them and the Andorians and a couple yep. other, we got to come together. And then it's kind of like maybe we should just keep coming together. Yeah, it was kind of neat. And maybe we should look, federate. Jeremy Combs, <laughs> the the Andorian guy, Jeremy Combs, mm-hmm. Star Trek, who played a whole actor, bunch of Star legend. Trek stuff. Yeah, yeah, legend. He made that show for me. His his. <clears throat> pink skin. Contention. I love that slur, yeah, pink, pink skin. skin. Yeah, he's just calling him dirty words, and they're they're buds. Like they, you know what I mean? They're, they're, you, you know. Have you gotten into uh, Strange New Worlds? Oh, are you kidding me? I even got Heather into Strange New Worlds. She dug it. I finished season one because I finally convinced Carolyn to get a Paramount Plus. Yeah, do you know how um, giddy I am because I watched that that when that first dropped with Captain Pike? Like I'm like. Ah! Well, there there are a couple things that take me out of it, but for the most part, it's I'm I'm okay. The gigantic captain's quarters. When they go into a stupid room where he has a fireplace and a full yeah, kitchen, <laughs> but you remember the menagerie, right? The cage, the first pilot episode, where he had a bed and a desk, like no, Kirk. No, he didn't. He had a fucking no. He did not. I don't remember that. Then. Yeah, the original one, not the one, not the part where they recut it and redid it for the menagerie. But the original pilot, where he walks in, it's almost black and white. Fucking crazy. Yes, Gene Roddenberry. He goes in there. He's got the fireplace. The fireplace that's in that one is the same one from the thing. There are so many. I didn't look call- at that. So because many at first, I'm like, Kirk has a bed and a desk. What the fuck are they doing? How do they have room for this on the ship? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. all right. No, okay. I'll give you that. But all the callback stuff, the the cooking, I love that. I love that they just like they're out. He's like here. Sorry, welcome to Trek Talk. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Trek Talk with Eric and Trevor. Ah, I'm yeah. I should, we should have a podcast on that because we we could do episodes dude, on Strange Trek. Strange New Worlds has so many fucking callbacks. It's ridiculous, and um, and then you catch them because I mean I watch those TOS like 
for not being a nerd nerd, I know every fucking episode forwards and backwards because that's all, you know, we got to watch that Doctor Who and some A-Team. Like, that right. was it when we were kids. There's no dateline. All right. <laughs> all right, this week in his Oh, my history, God, back to history. Um, uh, let's see, May 22nd, 1908. Uh, more, a little more aviation. The Wright brothers register their flying machine for a U.S. patent. And there you can see their plans. <laughs> There's some fart smellers, those kids. Yep. Um, and then finally, another patent thing. Like or all kind of. Uh, May 23rd, 1785, Benjamin Franklin announced his invention of bifocals, which uh, I keep being told by the eye doctor, you could if you wanted to. And I'm like, no, thank you. I would like not to. <laughs> you could. You could. Like, you uh, when once I try to read something and I go, okay, then it's time. Yeah. But until then, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that has been the week in his three. And uh, that brings us to the end of our show. Well, everybody, we'd like to thank our sponsors. All of them you know, love. Go to, uh, uh, sponsors.mantoolsmedia.com that's where you can find all those folks there uh, locals members be on the lookout for man tools at the movies uh, I'm not going to butcher that <laughs> bigorexia that'll come out tomorrow um, if you don't know what bigorexia is google it It's you'll get it right away it all yeah. makes sense um, this is also members only so you want to uh, on our members only you want to go check out so you want to start a business we had a really good time doing that episode um, with our buddy uh, uh, Wade Whitlock from um, Mangata Moongata Moongata pronounced Moongata but it's man. Uh, the underwear that we all uh, are loving right now the elk is perfect Trevor by the way so I was gonna I was gonna give you shit for giving me like the size you got me however guess what the elastic doesn't fuck off after the first round. No. So I was like, yeah, I am this size. So I'll be down. Such and, a uh, good. You should see, if you look at the sizing guide, it's like, if you're erect in this long. <laughs> yep. And if you're limp in this long, and I went, I think Eric's this. <laughs> that tells you how well we know each other. That's pretty funny because... <laughs> <laughs> I passed the morning wood test with the man got a moon got a underwear. I was like, I'm not getting like constricted. Yeah, it's perfect. It's such good underwear. I'm super stoked. Um, get that in our in our members only and all of our members only content for only three dollars a month at mantoolsminions.locals.com. Our merch for all the man tools stuff is at merch.mantoolsmedia.com. Get free shipping if you're uh, in our Facebook group and 20% off if you're a Locals member. So there's your incentives. Get over there and buy some Man Tools merch. Uh, I got somebody, one of our big patches. Yep, she's sporting it as we speak. Awesome. He's like, what is that? That's amazing. Man. That's my podcast. He's like, that's way too cool for you. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> that's a cool design. Anyway, check us out on the web at mantoolsmedia.com. Check out our sponsors at sponsors.mantoolsmedia.com and our links at linkco.mantoolsmedia. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Like, share, subscribe, uh, rate, comment, review. 
Questions, comments, or rebuttals, please take a number. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. So good night, everybody.